A man dressed as Hitler for Halloween and immediately was fired from his job. The world's fastest shoes could increase your walking speed by 250%. And a fake student lived in the Stanford University dorms for nearly a year. These are the weird news stories for today on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a man inside a closet. Let's do it. A man dressed up as Hitler for Halloween was immediately fired from his job. Let's find out where he works. Was he a crossing guard? Although crossing guards make that same arm motion that Hitler used to make, sort of. You know, of course, they do it to mean stop. I don't know what Hitler's deal with that arm motion was. I have no idea what that means. I don't do it. You know, (laughs) I don't suggest you do it either. People don't like that. They also don't like it if you dress up like Hitler. In the culture, they, you don't even have to dress up like him. You could get a Hitler stash, and that's enough for people to be offended. That Hitler stash is not acceptable. It's not popular. Don't do it. I can't really dr- grow a mustache, so I could never grow a Hitler mustache. Anyways, I'm going off on the rails, and that's because I'm high AF. It says here, a man drew national attention and condemnation. For, did I already read that? <laughs> He, uh, he drew condemnation for wearing an Adolf Hitler costume on Halloween. Yeah, and of course, he offended people. People are easily offended these days. You can't even dress up like a Karen with a little Karen name tag. You're going to offend people. Never mind. Hitler, hello. This guy was fired from his job for dressing up like Zafiora. Uh, where does, where does he work? You want to know? I want to know. He works at a children's museum. Tell me he didn't wear the Hitler costume to the children's museum. You can't show up to the children's museum as Mein Führer! <laughs> I just love the German accent. It's really the only one I do well. We have a quote from the museum who was none too pleased to see a Hitler stash on one of its employees. The organization has determined that his continued employment would create an environment at odds with our values and unwelcoming to visitors and staff. Museum officials say the man's costume was, quote, completely unacceptable and runs counter to everything that the museum believes. The statement continued... We stand against anti-Semitism in all forms of bigotry and discrimination. Now, according to statements from the police, the man has some cognitive disabilities. Oh, well, if you have some cognitive disabilities, then certainly you don't really have the ability to pick up social cues or even have an awareness like that. Maybe this guy just doesn't know that it's not okay to dress up as Hitler. Uh, we need to dig deeper, though. Who was he last Halloween? Let's find out. Was he Bill Cosby? Was he R. Kelly? Um, here's a quote from the museum continuously. His work with the museum over the past 10 years has, of course, been closely supervised, coached, and supported. It is our understanding that he believes his costume to be mocking Hitler. Yeah, he could believe that. And if he has a cognitive disability, he's not going to know, you know. The man's mother, also known as Hitler's mom, says she's actually grateful for the statements by the museum and the local police department as well. Sounds like a reasonable woman. It'd be hilarious if she was pissed. She said, I am not pleased that the museum fired my son for dressing up as Zafiora. I don't see the problem. 
He wants to trick a treat as a Fiora. What is wrong? He just wants his Milky Ways. Give him the Kit Kat. Now, they haven't released the name of the man who lost his job over this Hitler costume. They did post some photos of him on social media, and people jumped on it like, uh, for instance, Stop Anti-Semitism. They wrote, we are nauseated to see a man has dressed up as Hitler to celebrate Halloween. Uh, yeah, but are you aware that the guys on the spectrum <laughs> stop anti-Semitism? Um, you know, we're not on the same playing field with our brains. People need to understand that. And, you know, of course, you can't expect stop anti-Semitism to, you know, be sensitive to anything like that. They just see a Hitler... Uniform. It could be on like a four-year-old and they'd be like, we are nauseated that this four-year-old went out there. <laughs> you know, I'm learning as I keep going in this life and doing this podcast that a lot of people are just stupid and unaware. And so you can't always take it personally. The guy that dressed up as Hitler in this story has a behavioral and cognitive disability, it sounds like, on some level. So, I mean, let's just <laughs> let's just move on, okay? Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, next year, another slow individual is going to dress up as an offensive character. It just happens every Halloween. And we need to just stop and not take it personally and say, hey, just use this as a teaching moment for that individual. You know, and hopefully this guy can go on about his life. You know, you put him on total blast and he'll never have a job again. You know, like, let's be reasonable adults is what I'm saying. Yay! Well, I wonder, wonder, do, ba, do, do, do. Why is there so much weird news? The world's fascist, excuse me, fastest shoes promises to increase your walking speed by 250%. I don't know how much that is, but it sounds like a lot. The article begins by saying, unlike cruising down the sidewalk on roller skates that come with a bit of a learning curve, these new shoes called moonwalkers are supposedly as easy to use as the moving sidewalks that whisk you down a long airport terminal. You simply strap the moonwalkers to your feet and go for a stroll while enjoying a considerable boost in your walking speed. Uh, the moonwalkers were developed by a team of robotic engineers who spun off their work at Carnegie Mellon University into a new company called Shift Robotics. The moonwalkers look just like roller skates, but they add power and intelligence to the walking experience, so you never feel like your wily coyote trying to chase down the roadrunner with an Acme rocket strapped to your back. Wow, it actually says that. Very creative writing in here. The strap-on design has <laughs> strap-on. The strap-on design allows the moonwalkers to be used with almost any pair of shoes. Okay, so they're not uh, a pair of shoes on their own. You put them on your the shoes that you're wearing. What if you're wearing Crocs, bro? Put the moonwalkers on your Crocs, bro. Dude, now I'm cruising 250% faster in these Crocs than in the previous Crocs. Each unit features a 300-watt electric motor that powers a set of eight polyurethane wheels, similar to what you'd find on a pair of inline skates, but much smaller, and not all in a single line. So there's really no balancing required. 
uh, which I like because that makes them more accessible to everybody because not everybody can do those inline skates, man. I can't stay up on them very long. I fall on my ass. Roller skates I'm better at. It says here on the Moonwalkers, there are sensors that monitor the user's walking gait while algorithms automatically adjust the power of the motors to match, synchronized between each foot. So the added speed increases and decreases as the user walks faster or slower. They even feature a hinged toe section, which flexes the same way that a shoe does, so the moonwalkers feel more comfortable and natural to walk in. The claim that moonwalkers can increase someone's walking speed by up to 250% is based on the fact that most people walk at around... Oh, they give them the figures of what most people walk at. What do you think the speed is in mile per hour that the average person walks in? Well, they're saying between two and a half and four miles per hour is what most people walk at. Now, the moonwalkers actually have a limited top speed of seven miles per hour, even while walking downhill, and users can come to a full stop in a little over three feet. They're also designed to be used on stairs with a special foot gesture that activates a mode that locks the wheels and prevents them from rolling freely. Oh, man, these sound like go-go gadget shoes! Moonwalkers have a battery-powered range of about six miles, they say. Uh, they could potentially be another alternative to a car for short commutes or used as a last-minute tool if parking close to your destination is a challenge. And because they're much smaller than an electric scooter or a bike, they're easy to keep stashed at your desk, in your car, or even in a backpack when not in use. Now let's play a game called Guess How Much the Moonwalkers Cost. Do you want Go-Go Gadget Crocs? Well, it's going to set you back about $1,000. Uh, they're expected to deliver these as early as March of next year. Uh, the $1,000 is the early bird amount. Full retail pricing for a pair of Moonwalkers is expected to be a little bit more than that, closer to about $1,500. Now, the article doesn't mention the dangers of the Moonwalkers, but we can kind of postulate, postulize. Is that a real word? Uh, we can imagine... Some of, some of the problems with walking way too fast. I'm sure some people are going to think that they can even compete in traffic with vehicles with their go-go gadget Crocs, and then that could lead to some devastating consequences, I'm sure. But I would like to walk a little faster. It's hard to get around in L.A. with a car. I see a lot of people riding motorcycles instead, and they weave between the cars on the highway. That looks too dangerous. I'd rather just like park sort of near my destination and then throw on some go-go gadget moonwalkers and then get there that way a little quicker. I don't know, I'm just figuring out a way that maybe I can put these into my life. They seem pretty cool. When I fiend for a microphone, I'm the microphone fiend. After 12, I'm worse than a gremlin. Give me weird news and I start trembling. Yay! A fake student lived in the Stanford University student dorms for 10 months. This story is out of Stanford, California, of course. It's Stanford University. What did you think? Well, a man pretended to be a student, a college student, obviously, and he lived in several Stanford University dorms for at least 10 months. How did he pull this off? Uh, Stanford University is a, a hard university to get acceptance into. I had no idea you could just show up and be a student. I would have done this <laughs> instead of going to that crappy state school that I went to. Why not just go to Stanford? They can't stop me. Moving in. 
Apparently, this crazy guy has been doing it for quite a while. The university's Department of Public Safety cited him for violating this law the first time he was found living in a dorm in December 2021, which is a year ago. But that didn't stop him. He kept living there. He just moved from dorm to dorm. Campus police officers obtained multiple stay-away letters, which are prerequisites. It's a tough word to say there. Why'd you give me that one? Prerequisite. We should just eliminate that word from the language. Too difficult. Um, They cited him for trespassing multiple times, basically, but that wasn't enough to stop him. At one point, they were unable to locate him. They finally got him, though, on Thursday of last week, and they gave him a stay-away letter. (laughs) You give someone letters, of course they're going to keep staying there. Ooh, a letter. Oh, you're so strict, campus police officers. Man, I had worse things happen to me from drinking on campus, and I was allowed to be there, never mind (laughs) completely trespassing. Um, So they gave him a stay-away letter. Oh, and it says they did remove him from the campus. The spokesperson said the university has protocols and policies to prevent non-students from entering and living in the dorms. No way! You have policies that keep random people from living in your dorms? Turns out this was all a struggle to enforce, though, because this man was very persistent. Says here also he had, quote, the ability to ingratiate himself with the entire student community, which made it. Uh, clear that gaps exist in the protocols that they have set out. Yeah, I mean, if he could just hang around and make friends with everybody, he was probably going to classes as well. I would say you have some gaps in your protocols, Stanford. The university says they're going to review their procedures to prevent such an incident from happening again. Yeah, I'd imagine you should review your procedures because if I was going to Stanford legitimately and paid $75,000 a year to do so and right in the bed next to me in my dorm is some basically homeless person. I'd be pretty upset if I was a, you know, full tuition paying student. It says here, before the police found him last week, he had been living in at least 10 different dorms. <laughs> this guy is crafty for sure. And I can't say I blame the guy for trying. I mean, have you seen the rent increases lately? Who can afford that? Especially in the state of California. Rent here is out of the control department. Hello. And I don't know. Have you been to these college cafeterias? They serve some delicious food as well, I'm sure. He had a nice time with that. It does say he ingratiated himself to the community, which means he was probably dating some of the students, going to parties and stuff. (laughs) Hey, what's your major, bro? Uh, My major is just, uh, you know, hanging out. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe I'll move into your dorm next month, bro. You have no idea where you might see me, man. Oh, oh, what's that? Am I on a scholarship? (laughs) Well, uh, sorta. (laughs) Hello, listeners of Weird AF News. Very dedicated listeners, because you made it all the way to the outro, where we give thanks and praise. Uh, People bought me coffee, which just... Makes me so happy. These guys, it makes me so happy. Like when you buy me coffee, man. <laughs> I am so happy. <laughs> Peter Tuggins. What a great name. Uh, sounds like a character from a, a children's book. Peter Tuggins woke up today and then hung out with his best friend, a koala bear. Peter Tuggins bought me a coffee. It says, 
well, when you buy me a coffee, you get to write a little message. And Peter wrote, a new listener here. I enjoy this show and keep them coming with a uh, coming spelled with a U-M-M-I-N-G. And then uh, Peter wrote, ha, 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 ha. Peter's got a very dirty mind, likes dirty jokes. So, uh, And believe me, I, I enjoy dirty jokes as well. So thank you, Peter. That was very funny. And I will most definitely keep them coming. I assume you mean the episodes? Yes, the episodes will, will be forthcoming until I'm dead, uh, I think. All right, we also got coffee bought by Be Nice. Be Nice sounds like a, like a hip-hop dancer. Be Nice probably got some moves. Be Nice bought me some coffees as well, and Be Nice wrote a very lovely message. Love your show. Keep doing what you're doing. My wife is from Florida, and we have a blast with your Florida Fridays. That's awesome. Your wife's from Florida. Uh, man, when you're married to someone from Florida, it's just endless ribbing and joking, right? You can all, It's just something you can always make fun of them for. You know, that's so cool to have that. That's just unbelievable running jokes. You need to have running jokes with your partner in life. That's kind of like the glue that keeps a relationship together is running jokes, inside jokes. And if your partner's from Florida, you always have that. Every time you guys go into a fast food place, be like, okay, can you try and keep your clothes on in this fast food place, please? And don't attack any employees. I'd appreciate that. Can we for once go to the store without you buying meth on the way? Please, please. I mean, those are the kinds of jokes I would do if my partner was from Florida. And so, yeah, I love that. Uh, be nice. Thank you very much. Uh, if you guys would like to buy me coffee, like these lovely human beings did who want to support Weird AF News, uh, go to weirdafnews.com and click on the Buy Jonesy a Coffee banner. There's also a Patreon as as well. You can join the Patreon. And uh, when you join the Patreon, you kind of get admittance into a very small club of uh, a little over 100 people, I would say, are in, in the Patreon. And you get extra weird content that I put in there. So you can buy a coffee that's like a one-off thing and write me a little message or join the Patreon and and support me for life. <laughs> Join the cult. <laughs> okay. Uh, we have tomorrow being Friday, and you know the deal. It's going to be Florida Friday. So if you come across any Florida news from the week or last week or two, please email me articles, funnyjones at gmail.com, or you can uh, drop them. You can slide into my DMs on Instagram at funnyjones as well. Uh, you can also call the show if you just would like to express yourself. And uh, the number is 646-450-2012. All right, thank you so much for being with me. We'll see you tomorrow for Florida Friday, baby.